0: In the scenic countryside of Sao Paulo, Brazil, an angler arrives at the Guarapiranga Reservoir in late September 1988. As the morning mist rises over the still water, he spots the shape of a man lying motionless near the shore. Approaching cautiously, confusion turns to pure horror as the scene comes into view. An unresponsive man lies spread-eagled on his back atop the gentle waves. His shirt is ripped open in surgical fashion, exposing a gaping cylindrical hole drilled straight down through his lower organs. Someone, or something perhaps, had cauterized the edges of this unfathomable abyss to perfection. Across the dead man's body were smaller puncture wounds as well, like miniature crop circles. The holes were perfectly round, as if someone had taken a melon baller, plunging it handle deep through the man's skin, carving out his glandular tissue. The victim's eyes, lips, ears, and tongue are simply missing without a trace. Vanished. No ropes or bindings were confining the body. No weapon laid nearby. Just eerie, noiseless stillness as lapping water slowly rippled through his flesh in bloodless perforations. A lifetime of fishing does not prepare one for this moment. The fisherman turns pale, pulse racing as an impossible thought flashes across his mind. Could a human even do this? Welcome to Snatched Cosmic Encounters. I'm your host, Johnny Lama. Join me on the trail of Brazil's infamous Guarapiranga Reservoir case as we unravel the enigma surrounding the sadistic 1998 mutilation and explore which may be more disturbing. Confirmation that we are not alone in this vast cosmos, or what happens when we cannot protect our own kind from the unthinkable. The Guadaparanga Reservoir shimmers under the rising Brazilian sun, a jewel of vibrant blue water cupped by lush green hills on São Paulo's southern rim. Encompassing nearly 30 square miles in a flooded valley basin, this man-made lake hoards the rains that give relief to 11 million residents in South America's largest metropolis just 12 miles north. On the reservoir's remote shores, wildlife is rich, but signs of human life scarce. In the sleepy village of Alvarenga Peixoto to the west, a country road winds through vacant pastureland, down to Guarapiranga's edge. All seems quiet except birdsong and insects humming in the morning air. The water beckons fishermen on weekends seeking trophy bass, or city workers relaxing after public transportation shuts down at night. Guarapiranga's northern tip, near marshes and grassy knolls, offers prime fishing holes to try one's luck. But the area's isolation also gives cover to illicit activities in a sprawling urban region plagued by violent crime. And on September 29th, 1988, these placid banks saw ghastly ripples invading the tranquil dawn. As the reservoir's smooth surface ripples from the first human disturbance, Something feels wrong, a man's mutilated body next to the water, posed in a starfish position with arms and legs spread wide. Before we continue, I must warn you that the details of this man, who has never been identified, are quite graphic. The autopsy report describes precise, round wounds throughout the body made by some kind of suction device. His eyes, ears, tongue, and lips had been cleanly excised. Most shockingly, his anus had been cored out to a perfect cylinder through his internal organs all the way up to his thoracic cavity behind the rib cage. Yet there were almost no signs of bleeding. For an adult male with five liters of blood, the remaining coagulated blood amounted to less than half a liter. Examiners concluded the injury showed clear signs of agonizing torture, yet no ropes or bindings were found on the body. All indications pointed to the victim remaining alive during the systematic mutilation and extraction of organs and tissue—everything except the heart. But to endure this level of agony goes far beyond what a person could tolerate without losing consciousness. The clinical precision and creativity of cruelty stuns medical experts to this day. What could possibly explain how such horrific wounds were inflicted on a living human being for an extended period of time, without leaving traces of whatever extraordinary instruments were used. Our fishermen couldn't comprehend the sight in front of him. A mutilated body posed in an eerie starfish position. Precise surgical holes scattered across the remains. He alerts authorities, though even police are unprepared for such a bizarre and sadistic scene. Detectives catalog the bizarre details with growing unease. The victim's eyes, ears, tongue, and lips are simply gone without a trace. The gaping hole bored through organs and esophagus is cauterized perfectly, as if done by an advanced laser. Organs have been extracted through smaller cookie-cutter wounds with similar seared edges. This clinical, almost creative brutality stuns veteran officers. They scan the scene for signs of ropes, binding tools, bloody footprints, anything to make sense of such a methodically grotesque crime. But the scant blood and lack of restraints or weapons belie all logical explanations. Early theories range from the improbable to the utterly disturbed. Speculation spins from an illegal organ harvesting ring with dark underground connections to the first warning signs of a fledgling serial killer more vicious than any before to something more turbulent still the work of a sadistic satanic cult ritually sacrificing victims to summon dark, supernatural forces. Authorities send tissue samples to forensics teams while combing missing persons' databases for the victim's identity. An autopsy concludes the unconscionable mutilation was executed precisely, somehow keeping the victim alive for extended torture. As investigators hit dead ends, a frightening hypothesis emerges. No human could have committed this crime. No human possessed the clinical savagery and surgical precision to systematically harvest organs from a living being without restraints or signs of struggle, keeping the agony ongoing for hours until finally the heart was no longer beating. Even with extensive training, pulling off such an operation on a living human is essentially impossible. Police wonder about the strange wave of UFO sightings and alleged alien abductions across Brazil that very same year. But surely creatures advanced enough for interstellar travel would have no interest in terrestrial internal organs. Then again mutilating livestock is a well-established recurring motif in rural alien encounters. Decades later, Brazil's infamous Guarapiranga Reservoir case remains uniquely unsettling with no rational explanation, despite generations of speculation. The motivations and methods behind what befell this unknown victim continue hovering at the frontiers of human comprehension? This concludes tonight's episode of Snatched Cosmic Encounters. I'm your host, Johnny Lama. I appreciate you listening and contemplating these disturbing possibilities as we explore strange cases at the frontiers of human experience. Until next time, stay safe, friends, and pray you don't get snatched.